Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 187 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's show, we're talking all things feet, specifically your big toe, including common causes of big toe pain and how strength and mobility in your big toe can affect your entire walking pattern and how you move. So why the big toe? Well, there are a lot of different ways to have foot and ankle pain, like plantar fasciitis and heel spurs, Achilles tendonitis, all of which we have talked about in different episodes of this podcast. Neuromas is another one. But the most important joint that we are not talking about is the big toe. And I think that some of these other more common injuries get all of the like attention. I was going to say the splash and the pizzazz. But dysfunction in your big toe and a lack of mobility and stiffness in your big toe can really, really, really have an impact on how the rest of your body is moving. And it's not just turf toe, which if you are into athletics, you may have experienced firsthand or heard of, but optimizing flexibility and strength of your big toe for everyone can help you to get out of and stay out of pain. And if you're still like, okay, but why a whole episode? about the big toe, it's because good function here is critical for walking well. And your feet are your foundation. So think of the big toe as the keystone for that entire system. So if there was one place to focus your attention, if you have lower body discomfort, pain, dysfunction, whatever, it's the big toe. So let's get into it. When it comes to the anatomy here, it's pretty straightforward. Your feet are really like hands in their structural anatomy that have been wrapped in connective tissue. So you have long, almost like well, long bones. I would say long fingers and I was like, oh, it's gonna get kind of creepy. You do have long bones in your feet that end in your toes. Technically, those are called the phalanges. And then those long bones that are very similar to your fingers, those are called metatarsals. And there are five of them within the foot that go from the base of each toe up into the middle part of your foot. And so what we're really talking about today is that first metatarsal and its joint, and that's your big toe, because of its role in propulsion and gait in walking and moving. And yes, the second the third, the fourth toes, I guess you could even say the baby toe, which is just so small. Um, They're also important in providing stability. But as far as like importance, the big toe, that first metatarsal is going to take the cake with this one. Underneath that first and second metatarsal, you do have your sesamoid bones. And you may have heard of these, especially if you've had something like sesamoiditis, which is another common cause of foot pain. So these are two small kind of oval shaped bones. And when there's inflammation within the tendons that are anchoring these tiny bones, that's when we have pain. And like many things, it's an overuse injury, which means that your road to pain-free is not going to be traveled by resting and waiting it out, but by actually helping to rebuild the strength and stability of your entire lower leg so that those sesamoid bones and that first metatarsal head don't have to bear the weight of your entire body on their own. And that's the important thing to remember as well. 
at least my understanding of the sesamoid bones for so long was that there's just like these bones floating in our bodies. We don't have bones floating in our bodies, including the patella, right? It is embedded within a tendon. And so if it's connected to other bones by ways of tendon, which both of the sesamoid and the patella are, improving the function of the tissues around is always going to be your best bet to getting out of that pain and injury cycle. So you have another bunch of bones in kind of like the midfoot. Also, you have your heel, the calcaneus. There's also an ankle bone above that called your talus. So there's more things, more movement happening before we get to the lower leg bones of the tibia and the fibula that are sitting on top of the ankle. And the human foot is strong. It's complex. It's a mechanical structure that has over 26 bones. Like we've literally just glossed over a bunch of them um, and 33 joints. Remember where bones meet is a joint and many of those joints have the potential for movement to happen or to not happen. And if it's not happening within the foot, it's going to be happening somewhere else. There's also more than 100 muscles, tendons, and ligaments. Like there's a lot going on in our feet. And I think that they're typically overlooked because they're normally just stuffed in shoes, right? You're wearing socks. And the traditional route, if you have foot pain, is to get your foot in the most supportive shoe possible that restricts movement of any type, which yes, that's going to help things hurt less, but it's not actually going to solve the problem. It's going to avoid the problem. And remember, it's all connected. Everything in your body is connected. So what's going on here within the foot, within the big toe, within the entire structure, absolutely has an impact on what's happening in the rest of your body, especially with the lower legs. So shins, calves, knees, hips, even up into your lower back. Now, remember, if the joint is uncomfortable, it's a little bit harder to work on the joint itself. There are some modalities that do, but the joints are affected by how you're moving. And what we can change is the tension of the tissues in and around a joint. So when it comes to muscles, specifically here at the big toe, you have muscles that flex. So that's going to be like uh, bending your toes as if you were trying to grab a hold of something and extend, which is lifting away from the ground. So flexion and extension. And so there's a number of muscles that do both of these actions. So within uh, anatomy and Latin with the toe, halysis typically refers to the big toe. So you have the flexor halysis longus, meaning the flexor of the big toe that is long. And then that also means anatomy always comes in pairs that there's a flexor halysis brevis, meaning short. And then on the other side of that, we have the extensor halysis longus as well. So there are muscles that their job specifically, like all they got to worry about is the big toe and moving the big toe. And it's there for a reason. So remember your big toe and the muscles of your lower leg are not just in and around the big toe. Those longer muscles go up into the lower leg as well. So if we have an issue in the plantar fascia or within the calves, we got to look here as well. That's not to say start here. Definitely rule out some of the other things. And also, I was going to mention this later, but I'm going to mention it now because it feels relevant. I put together all my favorite foot pain exercises in a free resource for you called the Foot Pain Fix. So it's six days of all my favorite foot and ankle exercises. You can get it delivered every day to your phone via text. You can get it delivered email. So if you're like, wait, what do I do? AEWellness.com slash foot pain, all one word. It's also going to be linked to the description for you. Do those exercises. 
There's definitely one exercise in there that is big toe specific, but this episode and thinking about your big toe is for those of you who have tried all the other things and you're like, "Uh, it's still not 100%, right? Here's another stone to unturn and start looking at and paying attention to and trying to improve mechanics here. Even within the clinical orthopedics and related research in 2021, they were finding that tendonitis within the tendon of the flexor hallucis longus, so remember the long tendon that helps to flex the big toe, that it is far more common than originally thought. So the typical treatment here was to do stretching and immobilization or some type of surgery. They found that addressing the tendonitis and addressing tension in the tendon was just as effective at helping to get people treatment and to get them out of pain. So again, just we're not going to ignore the big toe anymore. We're going to rule out everything else with a foot pain fix. And then we're also going to talk about the big toe because having ample mobility within your big toe can impact how you're walking. And if you're thinking of overuse injuries, right, walking is absolutely one of them. When we walk, our bodies are super efficient at getting us from point A to point B at whatever cost necessary. And so when there is a movement pattern or habit that is less than ideal or not necessarily mechanically efficient, notice I didn't say bad or good because it's not binary like that, right? Because for some people as well, they can have a very interesting gait pattern, a very interesting walking cycle, no pain whatsoever, So again, this is if you're like, man, things are hurting and I can't figure it out. What should I be looking at? Let's look at your big toe because it's absolutely having an impact on how you're walking. So you need anywhere from 45 to 65 degrees of extension within your big toe for optimal walking. So hopefully the next time you are barefoot, wherever it's happening, okay, I want you to see if you can lift just the big toe. And like bonus points, if you can isolate and lift only the big toe and not the other toes. And I hope if you are barefoot, you're doing this right now. And just look down and see how high that big toe can get off the ground. And if you're like, Alex, it is not lifting whatsoever. That right there is your homework, is to work on isolation of the big toe and being able to move it. Um, Within that foot pain fix and those six days of exercises are exercises that are going to help you to do exactly that. Because if I'm lacking range of motion here, if it is stiff within my big toe, well, then again, the body's super efficient. It's going to get you from point A to point B. Big toe's not an option. Oh, we'll just work around it. And what does working or literally walking around it look like is typically a little bit more of a turnout within the foot, which means the arch is collapsing. You're losing that extra bounce in your step that the plantar fascia is supposed to be giving. So then maybe the plantar fascia is also getting stiff. There's potentially extra extra force and pressure put onto the inside uh, medial edge of the knees. And then you're like, oh my gosh, my knees are hurting. It's just changing the mechanics of everything with every step you walk. And again, I'm not sharing this to like freak you out, (laughs) not at all. But when we're looking for, you know, what is the 1% that I can pay attention to and make some changes of now to make a difference? You're not going to be changing everything. You're not going to be freaking out about anything. Just what's the one thing? If that is improving big toe extension, I'm here for it. And that is going to give you information about where to go next. Because if we just continue to ignore the stiffness at the big toe joint, 
things that can happen. Bunions, which we've talked about before. That's when you get that bony bump on the side of that big toe joint. Episode 177, we did a huge deep dive into bunions. So go check that out. But one of the causes of bunions is mechanics. It's not the only one, but again, that turnout, instead of going over the big toe, now I'm rolling over the joint. That can be one of the contributing factors to bunions. Of course, osteoarthritis and pain and stiffness within the big toe joint. Oftentimes with arthritis, movement and building up strength for better stability around the joint can be super helpful. So again, if I'm walking with my feet turned out and constantly rolling over that big toe knuckle rather than moving through the toe, well, now it hurts because it's not moving and I'm not moving it because it hurts. And so you just kind of get in this like injury pain, just ugh cycle. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do, you just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. It can also cause a bump over the top of the foot, which then might be causing issues with putting on your shoes and also contributing to a change in how you're walking. A gout is another cause of pain here at the big toe joint, um, which is caused by an increased concentration of uric acid in the blood. This is a whole nother like rabbit hole we could go down. And if you want me to go more into that, let me know. And we definitely can. But here, I think in general, we're more about the movement resources. So sesamoiditis, we already talked about that, that inflammation of the little bones just underneath the first toe joint and the tendons that they're embedded in. Uh, And then I also hinted at turf toe, which is what it's called when you sprain this big toe joint. The toe is typically forced into that extension. So remember I said you need anywhere from 45 to 65 degrees of extension. Well, this is something you work on gradually. But if you are, you know, pushing off the line as an offensive lineman and, you know, maybe you run into someone on the other team, clearly I know so much of this football that I'm talking about. Um, And there's that forcible hyperextension into the toe, something beyond what it is ready for. The tissues aren't able to withstand that much movement, that much force, and it's sprained you know, then again, that's another common cause of pain there. This is often associated with American football, but it can happen to anyone, right? Regardless of your sport, regardless of your activities. Remember back in episode 182, we talked about elbow pain and repetitive patterns. It can cause issues even if you don't play sports. 
But the point I want to drive home for all of us is that big toe extension and the ability to extend your big toe is a normal part of walking. And so working on that and paying attention to how you move could be right that 1% improvement that at least leads you to the best next step. So knowing that we want at least 45 to 65 degrees of extension in our big toe, the next question is, all right, what type of footwear are you wearing? And does that footwear allow for that movement to happen? Because if the sole of your shoes are rigid, you're not getting that big toe extension. Now, remember, I also said, typically when we have pain, the treatment is get yourself the most restrictive shoe possible. We're going to get you custom-made orthotics. We're going to limit all the movement here possible, which will in itself reduce pain, right? If you're avoiding something that hurts, it's not going to hurt anymore, but that doesn't necessarily fix the underlying cause in the first place. So if you are using shoes that are super rigid, again, use the exercises within that foot pain fix at aewellness.com slash foot pain to gradually start to build up strength and flexibility of your foot. And then as far as footwear goes, gradually start to work your way into a shoe that has a more flexible sole. And that's going to be the best way to do it. So I have a pair of very barefoot sandals. Like it's literally like wearing nothing. Anthony always says it. it's like we're just having tires on my feet. Uh, but I can't go all winter wearing these because I'm a chicken and I think it's too cold. Okay. Don't come at me. I know I'm in Los Angeles. It's not really cold. But the first day it warms up where I'm like, sweet, I get to put my sandals back on. I cannot go out for the whole day in these minimal shoes. My feet get tired. And that's where we run into problems is if we increase too quickly and then your body just can't recover, can't you know repair fast enough. So gradually, what does that look like? Maybe you get a shoe that's less supportive and more flexible and you start to wear it just around the house for 20 minutes and then an hour, and then maybe two hours. And then maybe if you know you're going on a short walk, like just to the grocery store, you wear them. You know, you're not going to take them out to the county fair that first day, spend, you know, six hours on your feet. I would not recommend that at all. But again, gradually working up the time tolerated in a more flexible sole is going to be a great way to not only improve the mobility of all of the joints in your feet, including that big toe joint, but also to improve the strength of your feet. So definitely go about this more conservatively instead of just like diving in head first. You know, like don't go and try to like hike Everest in your barefoot sandals the first day you wear them, which I'm sure you're like, Alex, I would never. But like even myself, I've been like, oh, I can go walk around all day, do all of my errands, get, you know, 10,000 plus steps wearing these super barefoot shoes that I haven't worn in months. And like, oh, why does my back hurt? You know why your back hurts. Alex, this is me having a conversation with myself, right? So be conservative with it. Train for it, right? 20 minutes here build that up gradually over time. And again, I know that this is like so contrary to what you've probably been told about foot pain, but I really want to encourage you to try this. I really want to encourage you to think about building strength throughout your entire body, feet included, because ignoring what's going on in your feet while also trying to address anything in the lower leg, like knee or ankle or hip, is like trying to earthquake-proof a house by completely ignoring the foundation. 
I can only speak to California. I've lived here my whole life, right? We go back into older structures to make sure that they have the flexibility to withstand earthquakes um, because in the past we've had earthquakes where buildings completely collapse and people die. So they're trying to avoid that. But if, again, your foundation is rigid and inflexible, no matter what you do above that, you're still going to have an issue. So again, where do you start with building stronger feet? Like I mentioned, the foot pain fix, get six days of exercise, get it via text, get it via email. You can head on over to aewellness.com slash foot pain. I will also link to that in the show notes for today's episode at aewellness.com slash podcast. Also check out episode 147, where I talk about the best shoes for healthy feet and episode 165, where I sat down with Holly Middleton and we talked all about foot pain. And remember, you want to combine therapy ball mobilizations and activations to get you out of the movement habits that might be contributing to pain in the first place. So instead of just stretching and then continuing to move in the ways that you've always moved, right? We prepare with a mobilization to address tension, but also to improve body awareness so that when you practice those strength building activations, you now have better awareness about how you're moving and can move into better ranges of motions. So I have two exercises for you in the show notes. One is gonna help you improve your overall foot mobility with a stretch between your toes. No equipment needed for that one. And the other is going to help you strengthen the connection between your big toe, your arch, your ankles, and the rest of your foot. So both of those are linked for you in the show notes, aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you're like, Alex, just tell me what to do. I don't want to have to go look for it. Then sign up for the foot pain fix. It is free. Six days delivered straight to you. And all of that, like I said, is in the show notes at aewellness.com slash podcast. So try these out and definitely keep me posted how things go because I think foot pain is definitely one of those things like, I mean, pain in general sucks, but foot pain where every step you are reminded of the pain is just an exceptional type of exhaustion and frustration. So keep me posted how things go. And as always, if you need help, I'm here. That's literally what I'm here for. So what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? What is the one thing that you are going to start doing? I truly, truly, truly want to hear about it. So send me a DM. You can find me on Instagram at Hala Formala. You can leave me a comment over on TikTok at AE Wellness, or you can leave me a voicemail over on the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, links, downloads, everything mentioned in today's episode is available at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to leave a review. If you want to leave your aha for today as a review, I would love that. That would be sweet. Um, Definitely subscribe if you haven't done so already. All of these things do help the algorithm and the charts to let the robots know that there are body nerds out there who are loving, moving better, feeling better. So here's asking better questions, moving more, working on big toe extension, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. 
And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.